1: Welcome to the family with
0: L.A. Nick, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, (laughs) co-host Catherine Brandt,
1: (laughs) Andy Bernard,
0: and Melissa
2: Bernard.
1: We'll be right back, kick things off, special guest Michael Shevick coming up next. The Six Fix, we'll tell you what the Six Fix is all about right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest?
2: Uh, We're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own.
1: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with you. uh, Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Amateurs. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Ba-ba-da-da. I'm rocking out, man.
3: Always rock out to Billy.
1: Always rocking out to Billy. Technically, you're rocking out to Doug.
4: Uh,
1: Technically. That's right. Technically, you're rocking out to Doug. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you're there would be no right.
0: Doug if it weren't for him.
1: Absolutely true. You know what we just mentioned yesterday. I was just sent this article. I hadn't seen this yet, but we mentioned yesterday the CIA and FBI has total, has totally caved in for wokeness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is not good news for the rest of us in America. Uh, you know, the we in the center and those on the right. You know we have our guest on right. Oh, uh, do we? Oh, he is ready to go. Yes. Okay. we'll, we'll get back to that. I didn't <laughs> yeah, get realize. back to that though. So I have something to add
3: to that. Of
1: course. No, we'll, we'll get back to. It. I just. No. But, but like I not said, I just, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a, Wait a minute. L.A. Nick has something to add? Who, Michael, how you doing? I'm well.
2: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: No, it's great having you on. What I'd like to do, and I'm really glad you're on the Six Fix, Spiritual Healthcare... For a Stronger America. I'd like to take away some spiritual health care at the end of our oh, conversation, God, Michael, because they're wearing me out, I will tell you that. <laughs> I tend to be very centrist well, politically. You know, I, I'm kind of in the center. I don't go too far left. I don't go too far right. I believe some left things, some right things, but I don't go on the edges like that. These people are wearing me out, Michael. They really are. They want everything, and it just it drives me nuts. Yeah, it drives everyone nuts, but
2: le- first of all, let me... Let me handle the hard stuff. Good. Even the hard edge, even the hard edge of an opinion is a good thing to have in, in a democracy where we can hear the voices. The problem is, is that when any one opinion, whether it's a left opinion, a right opinion, blue, red, purple, whenever that opinion is passed off as totality of truth. Yep. You have a massive spiritual problem. And I'm telling you, this is not New Age tree-hugging spirituality. This is Bible-based, Bible-based, basic issue on idolatry, where no human concept of what is 100% right and true Mm -hmm. and good is God. Now, I'm telling you this because... So much of this stuff is passed off in the name of God and the name of the Bible. Mm-hmm. But this is Bible truth. No, you cannot have a human image or a human concept of anything and know it completely. And what we're dealing with, first of all, in the United States of America, is it, and on both sides of the camp, is a lack of humility. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Everyone God. is passing. We, we are not a democracy. We are an opinionocracy.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's God. okay. <laughs> that's true.
2: That's okay, because that's what makes it dynamic, okay? That's okay. But it is not an opinion of good that makes good. No one's view, no one's idol, crafted by their hand or their mind, can be passed off. As the totality of good and claim that as a biblical truth, a biblical spiritual truth, I don't know what Bible they're reading. Okay? <laughs> so I want to get clear here, okay? I'm yes, Bible-based on my viewpoint, okay? And mm-hmm. I have a different Bible-based. So let's deal with basic idolatry. No human thought is a complete view of any subject matter or you're passing your opinion off as God, it is lacking humility, which is, a, which is not the way to converse with people. And it is an affront to truth. And I don't care whether it's left-wing people who want to declare that profit is not from God, which I think is problematic, or whether it's right-wing people who believe that capitalism is the vehicle of salvation exclusively. They're both delusional.
1: No, I um, would agree sorry, with that I'm completely. So here, oh, there's a lot of delusional people. Passing,
2: mm-hmm. And I'm not passing myself off as truth either. Okay? I'm not passing myself off. I have an opinion, but I'm not going to worship my opinion as truth. But I am going to give you my opinion, and I'm not lacking a hard edge, as you could notice. <laughs> it's, so, fun. it's funny because I
3: was just thinking about what, everything you just said last night. And it seems like people have no shame anymore. It's like, no. I was watching these people right. fighting on an airplane and like the, the, the guys come in in tactical gear to remove them and they would go out <laughs> kicking and screaming. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. like where's your shame? In the I old know. days, you would just stand up and walk away. Just walk out the plane right. and be, right.
2: d- d- do what you're told. Yep. Now there's right. no shame. There's exactly. no more shame. It's no. just gone. No. you know something? You're pointing out something which is really critical to the thing that that took place and which is why spiritual health care we need it. In the nineteen sixties, this began the cultural war that took place in the US. Yes. Where everyone had given right you know, this is right, this is wrong. Don't don't show don't show this part of the body, show this body. Sex is bad, this is this. War is okay. Everything's black and white and everything turned into this this psychedelic, colourful thing where shame was torn off. And nature and what was good and natural took place, okay? Now, the shame was torn off, okay? But that doesn't mean there weren't values to those good, simple lines of decency and what was right or wrong. The 60s was an extreme to a 1950s extreme, and we have been bouncing back and forth between these things for decades. Okay? When the 60s became drug-infested and sex-infested and became degenerate, where you had the worst venereal disease in the entire world, you had a neo-biblical resurgence in the United States to put back some basic shame. We've got to see this as a dynamism of different philosophical views, not as a war. The right wing is correcting the excesses of the left, and the left is correcting the excesses of the right. Okay? The problem is excess, sure. not right or left.
1: Right. No, you're absolutely right. Michael, I, I will Double
2: tell you. Right or left, say correct. And we get really confused here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I am not confused at all. I agree with you completely. In, in the thing. But it's
2: excess is the problem. Yep. No, it is. Which, by the way, in the, in the Hebrew Bible, the word ra, for evil, has that sense of excess to it. It's very, very clear. So, you know, that's the problem. Extreme mist views, which are idolatrous, meaning they are passed off as 100% truth with mm-hmm. no qualification at all.
1: You know what amazes me, Michael, about the whole thing is that, that I have noticed, and I began noticing this a couple of weeks ago, that they have lifted the word perception from almost everything. We've been talking about perception on the show for the last few days you know, perception bias, that kind of thing. There's no perception anymore. It's, I'm telling the truth and I hate you because you don't agree with me. Oh yeah,
4: everyone's that, got the absolute answer to yeah, life and everything. Yeah, just what you said.
1: Yeah, Just what you said, well, Michael. They got
4: like,
2: the absolute truth. It's, the problem is that there is no only one absolute truth, which is for me, God. The book that I wrote has no mention of the word God in it because it has nothing to do with the issue of belief. So I just want to say that, that the perception issue is a tricky thing. You know, democracy is a relatively new experiment. Mm-hmm. It's only been around for 200 years, so we've got to cut ourselves some break when we you know, some slack when we're, we're working through these problems, but implied in an individual having a direct relationship to the creator, which is the Declaration of Independence, and a dec- and their own view of what is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and only a very loosey-goosey description of common good. The irony is democracy has incited an implicit fascism where the individual takes their viewpoint and lords it over other viewpoints, and they, in the guise of being democratic, they become fascist. So you have you have a democracy which, without proper philosophical understanding on the nature of truth and spiritual health and proper spiritual guidelines. Democracy isn't functioning because it's not functioning in the natural law the way the enlightened philosophers intended it to function. It's it's derailed from natural law process. We have lost the spiritual foundation of America, and we've got to regain it.
1: We do. You know, Michael, you're talking to a guy here. Um, I was 14 years old in the the 60s, that era you were talking about. My neighborhood, North Minneapolis, burned to the ground back in the late 60s, and I watched a very thriving uh, business area, which is all now public housing. They didn't try to rebuild the business, which would have really helped the city. Instead of bringing in tax money through businesses, they're giving away money for for low-income housing. Which, you know, I understand that people need a place to live, but they had no intention of anybody ever going to North Minneapolis to spend money again.
0: And, st-
3: that, st- and, their still, and they still do that today? <laughs>
1: well, they do. They absolutely do that today. Where I grew up, Michael, uh, so so yeah, I, I looked at it. I was 14 years old, so I was kind of fascinated by the whole thing. The You know, the hippies and the this and the that and all the rest of it. But it didn't take long before I realized the ones who were, who were puking out the message the biggest and the loudest were the drug dealers. <laughs> it was really True. weird. It was. It was the drug dealers.
2: Yeah. yeah that's exactly what happened. Now You know what it was, was, was? The 60s opened up a lot of naturalist stuff that was taking place. But yep. when it became extreme, it began to mirror some of the basic problems that caused the whole rise of the Bible laws. You know, you had disease, you had uh, wanton, you know, wanton production of babies out of wedlock on large um, amounts. You know, you had massive intoxication. You know, then, of course, these biblical laws came back. They weren't a mistake. It wasn't a mistake to have a right wing rebalancing of extreme left. Mm -hmm. But both views are incorrect. There's an order here. That's that's what the book is about. Actually, I think it's, we it's hit order.
3: I think we hit the record this year for for babies born out of wedlock. I, I so. wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. It, it was this year. It well,
0: was, and look at the drug problems we have. I mean, oh. it's no, yeah. terrible. I, I have to say, right. Michael,
3: I the, I'm also Bible-based in my life, and I was I I took it for granted early. I was grew up in a rock and roll world and rock and roll scene, and I just no one else around me was into that didn't go to mm-hmm. i went to catholic school my whole life 12 years and i was forced into that and i didn't like it but later on in life i realized every answer is actually in the bible whether you believe in god or not the book itself has every answer to life in it
2: and, yeah, and it
1: the really actually does the people, it, the-
2: the book is an extraordinary book. I mean, I myself was a little wild and woolly when I was younger <laughs> and I only came to being a rabbi later, later on in my life, and that, was, that in itself was a miracle. But the Bible has, you know, thousands of years of time-tested human experience. The problem is, if it's interpreted by people who are not well and people who have uh, obsessive-compulsive disorders whose sexuality is confused or who are so uncomfortable with differences that they have to you know, deny the right of someone else's self-expression right. to feel like they're sanctified, then the Bible can become a lethal weapon just like they, like, uh, they used to uh, justify American slavery by making uh, American slaves to be descendants of hum or ham. Which was one of noah's sons. yeah i mean because ham was in, involved in, in buggery of his father in the bible they identified black people with that deep sin and therefore slavery was justified the bible is a weapon in a weaponized mind so we have to be very careful right you know right. it's a valuable sacred book but it does need some intelligent interpretation and some context from history and that's why I left the Bible basically out. I left God out of the book, because I don't want to get into church and state issues. It's not necessary.
1: No. It's basically
2: an order here, guys. And when you align yourself correctly to how life works, we get good results.
0: How, how though, okay? do you get people to listen who are all like, there is no God, science is the only thing that matters, even though science can it's changes? It's
2: irrelevant whether, right, it's irrelevant whether or not, look, I, I, let me be honest. I mean, I've done this thing for, for decades. I can't prove to you God exists. Right. Because for me to prove God exists, I would have to know God as an object, like, like I know something on, a, on, on a, a microscope table. I can't prove God exists. The view that I take in the book is intensely spiritual, meaning how do we think, do, and act to have good. The word God is just a
1: contraction for the word good.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay,
1: that's all it is. I agree 100%. percent been saying that for my whole life. When we act yeah. in alignment to, when we
2: act in alignment to the way life is ordered so that it produces good, we have an experience of good. We have an experience of God when we don't act in alignment to the way life is designed, we get an experience that is not good. Now, if you're an old-time religionist, you'll say God punished you or God blessed you, and that's perfectly fine. Meaning God granted goodness to you or God withdrew goodness from you. So whether you describe it by religious terms or by basic, ordinary, spiritual terms, it's the same model. Because whether you believe in God or not, you're living in the same reality. It is interesting. And most of the time, all you're debating is religious rules and what's going to happen at the end times. It's you know, interesting how, how many, many uh, in
4: hard line, like I wouldn't call them atheists per se, but borderline atheists have no problem seeing the universe in terms of you know, like there's a spiritual force that you can uh, you can you know summon up via crystals or via you know the the cosmos or whatever. Sure which is essentially just an abstraction of the same concept as God, but you give it a different name, and all of a sudden it's palatable.
3: I have so many friends that do not believe in God at all, and I tell them, what's it hurt? What's it hurt if right. you do believe? In, if there's no God, then fine. That's Pascal's it, it, wager it doesn't right there. Hurt. But what's the hurt to believe that? And if, if it makes you a better person, it makes me a better person I thinking can't. there is a God and I'm going to be held accountable for my actions right. here on earth. Right. So what's wrong with that? Or yeah. just believing in good. But, is that but, okay? So that? You can change yeah. good. Well, good well, comes the, from God. It's the same mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. So what's wrong with me believing in that if it makes me a better person now?
2: Right. Nothing. It, it doesn't it, hurt there anyone. Is nothing. There's intelligent atheism, and there is dumb atheism. <laughs> and intelligent atheism... There is intelligent atheism, which is, I'm not going to buy a stupid view of God and accept it. You know? It's sure. like, you know, this may be a little off-color, but, you know, if, if God tells you not to masturbate when you're going a, being a teenager, you know, okay... Now you have to ask yourself, why are your hands so conveniently located?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right length and everything.
0: Any
2: intelligent atheist who goes through puberty is going to ask some deep questions, which if you give to the average clergy and theologian, they don't have a good answer. They just dance around it, and they're frightened. Right, right. The thing thing is is that, that atheism, when it asserts Non-idolatry, meaning a dumb human-invented picture of God as the totality of God, it's just an opinion again, Mm -hmm. gone awry. Okay? You have to be careful with idolatrous thinking. You know, the, 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 the agnostic says, I don't know, I can't prove it. That's accurate. There is no such thing as a person who can offer an actual rational proof of God. It's all experiential.
1: Well, you experienced it. I just think it's terrific. Well, first of all, I've always thought of it that, first of all, I, I like the fact we talked about God is good, and, of course, the very confusing devil is de-evil, so that one's hard to figure out, too. But uh, what I, the whole thing to me is if there is a God and I believe in God and I die and there is a God, winner and if I die and there is no God, I'm not going to know it anyway, so what's the difference? Right, that's what
3: I said, it doesn't yeah, matter. Is what you said. Yeah, it doesn't well,
1: matter.
2: Well <laughs> look, there, in all respect to another opinion, to right. democracy, and, yep. and, it's, yep. and it's important. There is a viewpoint, which tends to be a Judeo-Christian, it's it's even an Islamic viewpoint, the Western religion, has t- Western secular life has taken it over. Which is, there is a viewpoint here. There is a life process. There's a historical process to the culmination of a world world united, people without hunger, people who are enjoying their lives and there's no evil. That's a religious viewpoint, okay? And that viewpoint has been identified with Jews, it's been identified with Jesus Christ, and that each person has a variant. Of that universal viewpoint. And those are sacred views. But once again, when one sacred view, even if it is sacred, is considered 100% absolute and then violates other people's sacred view, that's when it doesn't function in a democracy. Throw democracy out, Mm -hmm. bring back theocracy, bring back kings and church state. You don't want to be in America, you don't want to be in America. This is not a theocracy. This is a natural law government that is democratic. It's different. It came about because of the excesses of religion and government. OK? Now yeah, let's no, not go right, back right. there. but let's not go the other way, which is every single opinion is God cha- is channeling God. I mean, if these, This is getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not getting. It's got. you There's always I mean, a rock bottom. Look, the book bottom. premises is an order here, and if you want to create spiritual health, you've got to reconstruct your personal life, and your community life, and the national life on not on opinionocracy, on the way life works. How is life designed to produce? good. That's the question. Mm -hmm. If you're religious, phrase it, how did God command that the world is designed? Phrase it either way. How does life work for good? Mm -hmm. And that's what the Six Fix teaches. Very simply.
1: Six Fix. In a very dumb way. (laughs) Well, Michael, I'm pretty sure it's not dumb because you wrote it. Sometimes, well,
3: sometimes things but are better said in a dumb way. So more people understand it. That is true. <laughs> you know what
2: it was? Yeah, before I became a, a rabbi, I was an ad man. Oh. Um, and I worked in Madison Avenue. And I, I actually wrote Gillette, The Best a Man Can Get, that famous campaign. Oh, cool. Huh.
1: Oh, did you? That, was, I, I did. that was a
3: that was long-running slogan there. Oh, yeah.
1: I actually did yeah. the voiceover yeah. for that.
2: Hmm. You did?
1: Yep. Gillette, wow. The Best a Man That's- Can Get. That was me, yeah. yeah that's amazing. That's, that's hilarious. World. World. Yeah, it yeah. really is a small world. God, that's amazing. Yeah,
2: my boy back then, who was Phil Dusenberry, may he rest in peace, he, he actually did the Ronald Reagan campaign morning in America mm-hmm. campaign. Right. He always said to me, Michael, it's very, very intelligent. Just
1: make it dumber.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true
1: because that's yeah. what the
3: average person will understand
1: it is absolutely true and, Michael. and
2: you know something he was right and, and it took it It helped me get off a lot of highbrow kind of intellectual stuff and pull it down to grassroots so I could I could actually communicate it's the best thing that ever happened to me yeah. well, that's I what I mean by dumb I don't mean it's lacking intelligence Right? Yeah, I right. mean it's dumb simply it down. said it's simply said mm-hmm. yeah
1: Oh, Michael, do you have another segment? Do you have to go or do you have a, a little more time with us?
2: I do have a little more time. Thank you.
1: That's an honor. All right, we'll we'll be back. I, hey, I'm having a, a I want to ask you a question in the second segment of something I don't see the difference in and maybe you can teach me the difference. We'll be right back. Do you pronounce your last name Shevik or Shevak? I prefer uh, Shevak. 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 Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Michael Shevik. Sure, and the book is called The Six Fix Spiritual Healthcare for a Stronger America. Right back with Michael and the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with pillow foam, an impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new MySlippers. The MySlippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1-800-516-5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof.
0: We're back, oh, and Tom is. is wandering in. I don't know where he was going. Anyway, so I I have a question about the whole uh, the social media problem, where communication. You know, talking about dumbing down, communication has gotten to be so copy and paste. It's nobody has their own opinion, and nobody's learning anything from anybody because it's all this knee-jerk reactionary emotional uh whatever a politician or a movie star says everybody's got a platitude about everything yes, they do. nothing nothing even makes sense half the time when they're speaking mm-hmm. what how do you reach that kind of person because that seems to be the majority of the people on social media the and that's how people are communicating people now yeah.
4: think entirely in snappy
2: comebacks
0: yes. And cliches. yes yeah.
2: Wow. You're asking my opinion? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell me how. <laughs> Fill us in. Let, let,
2: no, let, let, me, let me be a little... Let me be very clear. There is truth. And no one knows truth 100% at all. No. There is also knowledge where you gain implementation of certain amount of truth and you can use it to make laptops and All sorts of nice things. I can build a house. There is also a lot of information, which are little pieces of tidbits of stuff that has no structure. That's the kind of stuff you're getting on the Internet. Mm -hmm. There's no sense of knowledge, and there's no sense of truth. In order to handle this, we need something in this country which is missing. It's another thing. It's called wisdom. Okay? It's one of the value priorities in the Six-Fix. It's the fourth value priority in the 6 six. Now, wisdom requires you to care about truth and knowledge as well as information, but to apply it correctly to help human life and all life on the planet. Okay? Those are called relationship priorities in the book. So the first thing we have to do is restore the original intention in the natural law theology of America. The press needs to care about truth.
0: First and foremost,
2: (laughs) journalistic journalistic standards must be put in place again in the United States. The first way to do it, the first thing to do, whether it's CNBC or Fox or Newsmax, you must clearly distinguish between news, which is fact-checked and objective oh, as yeah. humanly yep. possible with editorial. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Shows which are editorial cannot be passed off as news. They are opinions. 100%. So we bring back journalistic standards. That's the first thing that has to be done. You're right. And we have to make sure there are no corporate interests or money because a lot of these news stations now belong to giant corporations and you have all sorts of, you know, um, huge packs of money that are associated. News must have standards again. Standards. Bring back the Walter Cronkite and the dignity to newscasting again rather than entertainment in order to poke out, um, you know, get ratings. That's number one. Right. Separate editorial from news. Okay, now people may get frightened because they're bottom line driven with money, but there are some things that are more important than money, like truth. So let's have a value system that reflects that. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Now, the the internet is a relatively new media. And here I really think there's a certain wisdom. not policing it or restricting it and allowing it a certain evolution um, so that it can find its natural place. So I'm not for policing anything which is a new innovation too soon because it takes time to find out what it actually is. But the Internet is not a newspaper for news. If it's going to sell news, it has to follow journalistic standards. Love it. If it's going to be opinions, it needs to be... Say this is expresses opinions that are not verified. Now, if it's going to be a private club, because in a way Facebook is a private club, yeah. I think government interference has to be very, very careful. Mm-hmm. See, we have being, the media challenge. It's it's an exciting thing because for the first time, individual people can participate in opinions at a speed that's unheard of. That's the challenge to democracy, and that's why if we do it correctly, I've got to tell you, this new media is going to create a democracy that we've never seen before because theoretically there's no reason to not for every single individual in the U.S. not to vote on every bill. And I'd like to see a website where the United States gives access to voting on bills to people just as a gauge on whether their representatives are doing the job. Yeah, great. That's no, a, that a great idea. a great
3: idea, because I don't think our representatives are doing the job in this state. No,
2: no. I, I, no, but I, imagine I, if we create the – let's do it here, guys. Let's imagine we create that website where whatever the bills are going to Congress, people are educated and vote. And the representatives have to look at that and know truly what the people's – vote is. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. you have to justify yep. going against it. Yep. It will rebalance the entire politics in the country. Yep, uh, I 100% idea. agree yeah. with
0: you, and I agree with everything you're saying, and I believe most, most people do. But how do you overcome a system that is so corrupt with greed and money that they have no motivation at the top levels, the, the news outlets and, and politicians. They have no motivation to go this way.
2: No, they don't. It has to become
1: expensive. Uh, yeah,
3: I couldn't to, agree I, we, more, I just told that to Tommy before the show started. Yep. It has to cost them money, yep. a lot of money. You're and, right. And if you make them go broke, they will change their ways. And it's, it's actually yeah, kind of starting to happen right now.
1: It
2: is, yes. Yeah, look, I'm, I, I fully believe that there is a spiritual order here. And when you take anything to excess, sooner or later you're going to sow and reap your own mess. And I believe it's beginning to happen the same as you. You But let me give you that. It's starting to rebalance because we went from two extremes. We went from an extremely elegant and intelligent black president to another extreme, which was the opposite, which was a very, very strong, powerful, um, um, dynamic, uh, vocal President. The two couldn't be more opposite. Mm-hmm. And there is a movement to rebalancing this in a dynamic way. I hope it's in a dynamic way, which
1: includes the best of President Trump and the best of President Obama. Love that thought, Michael. Okay. That's exactly it. Because right. there are
2: good sides to every <clears throat> extreme.
1: They're just opinions.
2: You know? No. Exactly. I think be and that's better what off- I'm hoping...
3: I think it'd be better off too if people didn't spend so much time on social media sites like Facebook and yeah. Twitter. Just make it, limit your time per day. Don't sit there all day. Like, like right now, there's two people on their phones who are looking at Facebook. I'm Just, not a
0: Facebook, okay. actually.
1: Okay. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> it looks like Facebook. I'm going yeah, to so. pass a phone rule in this studio. It's getting worse.
4: Well, I'm texting someone who is. Relevant to the But, show, but I'm just so. saying, if, if,
3: people, if people limit their time on Facebook and especially Twitter, your, life's, your life will become a lot better. Mm-hmm. It will, because I did. I agree. It. I, oh, I I'm off my Facebook time. completely
0: now. I've I limited do.
3: my time. Twitter. Well, Twitter's worse. Mm-hmm. Twitter's worse.
4: Twitter is worse.
0: Yeah, yes. Twitter's more <laughs> negative. all yeah.
4: Evils. Yeah. I would say so, yeah. It's more negative.
1: I'm not on either one of them. Ha ha. I'm not None on of Facebook of or And Instagram's
3: the
4: least Don't of the need evils.
1: Probably, yeah. Yes. I have to I have to make a quick point here, Michael, because everybody else here I think knows it. But a while back, because once in a while I, I do little speeches, whether they, they're Zoom deals or telephone deals, and I used to do them in person before. I have never had a group of people more angry with me than there were a group of far-left people and a group of far-right people, and they wanted my opinion on who's right and who's wrong. And I said, well, there is no difference. And they said, what do you mean? I said, you're the same exact people. One of you is threatening me with God, uh, which you can't prove, and the other is threatening me with science, which you can't prove. You're the same person. Boy, did they get mad at me because I said, they're the, well, don't you see it? They're the same type of person. There's no doubt about it.
2: You, right, right. And look, you can prove science, but only within a narrow limit. Right. So from Newton to Einstein is the right. problem. But this is why in the book, you know, the minute you realize that any viewpoint, any theory, however somewhat proven, any theological opinion, that you can't be 100% true, then right and wrong become very, very troublesome. Yeah. People get very frightened because then they're without laws. And there is an answer to that. But in the book, what I do is I use the word not right, not wrong. I use the word correct. Because a correct, correct comes from the Latin corregiere, which means to govern together, to govern together. A correct decision is the one that takes the good aspects of President Trump and the good aspects of President Obama and uses it and engineers this into a way that's correct so we can govern together. That has to be our model. Right and wrong is for God to judge if there is one. What what what's your not for a human being.
3: What's your what's your outlook on the other side of Satan? You think there's a devil, Satan?
2: Look, I've never met God, so I can't <laughs> tell you that God exists. <laughs> All right? Now, if you're asking me if I believe in God, that's another thing entirely. Right. I do. Right.
3: My do, experience do I, in as, life as do
2: I. And that's my experience of God's goodness and the order. And when I, you know, when I get kicked for doing a few things that aren't right, lead me to believe that there is an order here and it's there to help me grow spiritually. As far as the devil is concerned, it is very possible there is a devil. There is a concentrated intelligence that aims to create evil. That's a possibility. But under no circumstances is it a competitor one hundred percent equal to God where it's Lex Luthor versus Superman. Yeah, see, I, I
3: don't I don't
0: believe <laughs> Come on. I don't believe <laughs> That's
3: true. I Love just it. I don't believe there's a devil. I believe there's demonic people and evil human beings, but I don't believe there's an actual devil. Well there is ultimately I'm life. being
1: re- right.
2: Yeah. I'm being respectful to people who do. Right. Okay? That's all I'm being yeah. is respectful. But I will tell you from a Jewish point of view You know, the so-called Old Testament God is considered to be wrathful, and law, and giving lots of laws. Right.
0: Yeah, mean. And then people
2: started (laughs) to complain, and they thought that was a little cruel, so that they came up with a God who was completely compassionate and completely loving, and like, you know, Little Mary Sunshine, a perfect, happy, happy, happy God. (laughs) And the fact (laughs) is, if you have a God that is that perfect, you need a devil to balance it out. And if you have a God that is so wrathful, like in the Old Testament, well, then you need some readings of psalms and other things to balance that out. And the fact is, once again, these extreme, excessive viewpoints are lethal, whether they're political or religious. Yep. They're lethal.
1: No, you're absolutely
3: right. I, I, have met, I,
2: have,
3: I have met demonic people. They're literally
1: demonic I've met a few, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a few, too. I have a question for you, because I, I don't know. Even though I grew up in a neighborhood that was that was Jewish, Catholic, and black, I wouldn't know how to do this. So in the future, like, say, you know, three years three and a three-and-a-half years from now, would, I, would you be president-rabbi or rabbi-president? <laughs> Which comes first? Because you are going to no, run for president, you, I'm hoping. Me,
2: no, I'm not. Come I, on! A lot of people have asked. Asked me to do that, but I have to tell you a very funny story. This is a true story. On the, on the right, the day after President Obama was elected, I was in Manhattan.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I went in to, to speak. I went in to, to see a client, and I was at the receptionist. And there was a, there was a black guy there who was so excited. He, he was so exhausted. Obviously, he stayed up all night listening to the the election results Mm -hmm. and he was going oh oh man i'm so excited my man my man obama and he was getting really excited and i said well i'm excited too and he said well why are you excited and i said well i'm excited because when i was eight years old my father said to me you know michael this is a great country great country you can do anything you want but i'm telling you now it's going to be a black man that becomes a president before a Jew. And so, <laughs> That's for so sure. I said to the guy, "The reason I said, you know, the reason I'm excited is now I can be president.'
3: <laughs> no, see, now you can be. You're, I, think you're done. It, I think Jews and Italians. I, I don't think there'll be think a Jew or Italian president, 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 Obama. president in our lifetime. Think there will be a woman? Probably. I don't see so one. Probably I, true. The Jews and the Italians I will never get in.
2: <clears throat> I hope it is an intelligent, wise soul that knows how to balance extremes without pandering Ugh. and knows how to hold a strong line without being ignorantly obstinate for no purpose at all except her own
0: ego. Mm-hmm.
2: That's all I care about.
0: That would be amazing. Yeah, I would hold your breath. And that's
2: what I care about. I don't care whether what they their sex is, their color is. I actually don't care what their gender is. But find me a soul that has those, those qualities and I will vote. Maybe Jesus will come
3: back.
0: I'm telling you, just talking to you <laughs> makes me hopeful because seriously, all the stuff you're talking about, it just... Uh- the world is exhausting the way it is right now. It is. It's just exhausting. I, I'm, I'm telling like, we you. We have got to have some common I'm sense and you. some common good. We have to. I'm it has you. to come back. I'm telling you,
3: I stopped. I'm not exhausted anymore because I stopped listening to it. I you make you have to well, make a decision to what you want to be yeah, you do. in your face, and I made a decision not to have it in my face. Okay. And I put on a Dean Martin record, and I have a glass of wine, and I relax, and I don't listen to that crap. I go out, pet my horses, and and I don't. I took it out of my life.
2: Well, that's a good thing to do, but you know, hiding in the sand isn't going to make it hard. I'm,
3: I'm not hiding you in the sand.
2: I, I voiced my
3: opinion on a lot
2: of platforms. I
3: voiced my opinion on a lot of platforms. Look, but when, I, when I'm look, on my own time, I learned how to relax. Where a lot of people look, don't have see, that downtime, they're just constantly on it. That's true.
2: Right. Look, there, the, there is a structure to knowledge and Western civilization that was in place for 2,000 years. It is underwent after World War II a radical shift. Okay, I'm not going to go into details. Mm -hmm. We are simply struggling on getting a view of how life works and how truth works again. It is very teachable. It is very doable. It's extremely simple. Once you have an understanding on how all of these pieces of the puzzle, how all these opinions fit together and are part of a fabric of truth, they're part of the economy of thought, these problems disappear it needs simple education on how thought and truth function just like the hippies balance the, the, the uh, military industrial establishment just as right-wing biblically based people balance extremism on left wing or a extreme tree hugging is balanced by extreme capitalism these balance two sides of the same argument. Let's look at the truth, let's these, but every single extreme is a gift. And quote me. It's a great way so to look in, at it. So it's it's kind
3: of like every ebb and flow, right? Every single
2: extreme, every single extreme is a piece of precious knowledge, but it has to fit into the puzzle that's correct. For the world, meaning it allows us to govern together and live, and live. I love it. It's the the puzzle that we need to pay attention to. Not each and every single piece is the whole puzzle. That's arrogance. That's idolatry. Okay. I love it. So it. The the truth is, God bless President Trump. God bless President Obama. Each couldn't be more opposite in style and tactics and vision. God bless this country that we had both views as benchmarks to consider and let us find a dynamic middle ground. Not vanilla. Something dynamic that's alive. Let's bring back the next 50s. The next 1950s. Okay? where our economy is booming, okay, where we have dignity in the world as a military and thought leader. Let's bring back the best of who we are, but we have to bring it back by intelligently crafting how people use knowledge instead of using it as promiscuously as we're doing now.
3: Well, hopefully I'll still be alive when that happens. (laughs)
2: Because <laughs> I wish you say. well. I wish you well. He says, "I like it, Michael." I wish back. you well, but I got to tell you, I believe in my heart that we can do this faster.
3: I hope so. Because
2: I remember, I remember when the United States government began to teach people to not be racist. I remember when they st- when they started to teach people not to smoke cigarettes. And I remember how fast there were changes in this country on those two issues. Yeah, yeah. me too. Okay? Yep. I believe that if we put our attention on the task of properly getting civics back into the classes, teaching people how to use government,
1: okay, we
2: can repair this country overnight.
1: We will get it done, I Michael. Really believe it. S H E V A C K okay. is how you how you spell yeah. Michael's name. The six I, I fix Shivak. Shivak. Michael Shivak. Yeah. Uh The Six Fix Spiritual Healthcare for a Stronger America. Also the other book, Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road. Both available of course on Amazon and everywhere. Michael, you, you need to come back and talk to us more yeah, often. Good you guess. put us in all Look, in a good mood. Please.
2: Look, please. Uh, Honestly, I don't even care if I sell the book, but this message has to get out
1: there. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: There is an answer. Yep, there is. There is an answer, and it's right in front of us. But, you know, we've got to stop bouncing back and forth between idiotic extremes. Love
1: it. Absolutely. Michael, come back soon, would you please? God bless. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. It's a great pleasure. Have a good day, sir. You too. Thank you. Excellent job, Cassie booked him, didn't she? Yeah, she did a great
0: job. Seriously, I feel like he's really. I feel like I can take a breath after speaking to somebody that's not a maniac. (laughs) He's
1: very (laughs) very very intelligent man. Great guy. I love I love the fact, and it, it and it's true. It's true. They're the same people. One science, one God, and basically God is science, and science is God. So what's the difference?
3: i I tell all my friends like that. If what's the what's what's it hurt to believe in God? Exactly. It's just believe it in good. Do the right thing, thinking you're going to have to pay for it later. What's wrong with that?
1: Yeah. Whether there is
3: a God or not, what's wrong with that?
1: I couldn't agree more. Because like I said, if there isn't a God, but when you wrong? die, you're not going to know it anyway. It doesn't
0: do any harm. What's 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 it, it hurt? Doesn't. Yeah. Why not make the world a better place when you're here? Right.
1: We will take a break. Coming up in a second. hour AAA Movers, John Schwartz, in studio. Looking forward to that. We'll be back in just a few minutes with the family.